Hello, everybody. Welcome to the sixth episode of No Internal Monologue, where I talk about whatever I want and I don't know when to shut the hell up. So, guess who's back and better than ever? Yeah, boy. I'm it, back, baby. It's Ethan, my man. Round two. How are you doing? Doing good. Good. I was going to say, that was definitely a more confident start than what you did last time. Yeah, last time I was just like, I, got, I haven't done this very much, so... And you usually kind of take the reins. I mean, it's your show, so obviously. But I was just kind of like getting used to it. Yeah, exactly. You were just like, (laughs) you were just just so quiet last time. At first. At first, yeah, exactly. But now, like, you have a confident start. Things are, we're taking the show on the road. So let's do a catch-up of the week, shall we? What have you been up to this week? Well, it's the end of Easter break, which is very sad, but mm-hmm. I mean, I had a great weekend and it was good to see my family. Like I was realizing that it had been a long time since my whole family had gotten together like that. And right. I mean, yeah, it was just really good to see them and see my niece. So yeah. oh, it's awesome. I was going to say, I saw pictures of um, you and your niece playing on Facebook because your sister posted them, and I was just like, oh, my God, this is so adorable. I, yeah, well. I was, yeah, and they're just like, oh, we're having fun with the uncles, and I was just like, oh, you can play with your baby. And then I was like, Morgan? Yeah. I was like, get Calm out of college. Down. Yeah, we got to wait, like, 10 years. <laughs> we got, Yeah, literally. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But, no, it was a great time, and my niece, it just gets cuter every month, and it's just better and better every time I see her. And it was great this time because, like, at the time you saw her and the time I kind of saw her for the first time, it was still very much a fragile baby. Still mm-hmm. fragile, but, like, you know, by the time you get to five months, they can kind of move around a little bit more. They're a little bit more structurally right. sound exactly. as a baby. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah, of course. How about you? Any weak highlights? Uh, I won't, mm, no. <laughs> just being back. I was going to say, yeah, literally it was just Easter break, and now I'm back, and I'm just like, okay, this is this is it. We have like three weeks left, which I is know. literally insane. Well, it would have been a lot worse, because usually the spring break is at it's earlier than everybody else's spring break. It's like the first week of March, and honestly, it's terrible. But right. this is, I mean, it was still bad that we didn't have a break until now, but at least I can look and be like, oh, well, I'm almost done. Mm-hmm. I know what I need to get done from my other classes. So Yeah, exactly. Are you playing with the outlet thing that's on the desk? Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, it's weird. I'll, I start to catch myself just like, playing with things and I can tell when you were looking at me reading lines yesterday it's just like you can just see how much I use my hands when I talk yeah and just like how I need to be like fidgeting with something whenever I'm doing like when I'm reading lines or if I'm if I'm talking like this I need to be kind of like focusing on something while I do it I was gonna say it's really cute though oh thank you (laughs) thank you yeah things I don't know that are cute just me fucking fiddling with (laughs) stuff I was going to say, um, by the way, I think this is really funny that I should mention this. Um, so as you probably have seen the title, this is the sixth episode, right? Mm-hmm. So um, on Friday when it's released, it'll be our six month anniversary Woo! since we've started dating. Yeah, that, that's... And you're on the sixth episode. Yeah. 
Isn't that insane? Mark of the Beast, 666. I'm literally, oh, let's not use those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, literally, I'm a genius. This this yeah. was not planned at all. I just thought of it like a couple days ago, and I was just like, oh, my God, my timing's immaculate. And, like, my mom was just like, hey, what are you talking about? Yo, um, <laughs> you're crazy. Get over yourself. It's just the number six. <laughs> Get over yourself, bitch. Okay, so... Um, speaking of our anniversary episode today, we're going to play a little game. Anniversary episode. Oh, wow. That hurt. (laughs) It did hurt. I just came from the Mensa and I had like that tomato zucchini casserole. Mm. And I think they had leftover pesto ravioli from yesterday. So I had a little bit of that too. Plus some melon cubes. Mm. So I had some melon cubes. Yeah. I, well, yeah. So I had some melon cubes, and now I'm just like, and now I'm just like, like all gassy and shit. So, if, yeah. so very, what else is new? I was gonna say, really sets the tone, doesn't it? Yep, it does. <laughs> so, anyways, we're playing a little game. Um, so a lot of you have heard of the game. We're not really strangers. Um, it's usually a card game that um people play in order to get to know each other. And when I was looking on the internet, I was like, oh my god, like I found this online pack, and um I found like this relationship pack and I was like oh my god this is absolutely perfect oh my goodness so um I tried to open it right now Mm -hmm. and it's not opening (laughs) so I know right so I'm trying to go um onto where is it a computer issue or is it just like uh you got the wrong file okay so I tried to look up we're not really strangers dot online right and that's how I saved it um, and it says the deployment has been disabled or something like that. It's just like, uh, if you're a visitor, contact the website owner or try again later. And I'm just like, okay, this is yeah. great. Um, get wrecked. So, <laughs> get wrecked. So I looked online instead while you were talking about Easter weekend and stuff, which mm-hmm. I was paying attention, I promise. All but right. um, I, <laughs> I found um, a Quizlet version. Okay. So I feel like that's better than nothing. It's better than nothing, right? I mm-hmm. was gonna say we're really flying this by the seat of our pants here. Yeah, that'll teach you to come prepared. I did come prepared. Mm. Are you serious? This yep. <laughs> sure. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Oh, this is what prepared sounds like. So while you were talking, I was totally listening. By the way, <laughs> I found a Quizlet. That sounds like me studying for a big test, like my first two years at college. So I was totally listening to what the teacher said, but anyway, I found a Quizlet that'll give me all the answers for the quiz. <laughs> Literally. Okay. I'm prepared. I promise. It's just like, anyways, so mm-hmm. let's get started, shall we? So sure. it's a bunch of like relationship questions and stuff. The first one that pops up is, um, what's your favorite song lyric you can think of off the top of your head? Tonight, eternity alone. What's that from? from uh again i'm a big choir freak i love listening to choral music yeah but that was like the first song that popped or the first lyric that popped in into my head because it's very much a scary but like the song is very beautiful but it's talking about a very scary concept of being alone for eternity you know right where is the one that just popped in my head recently is um in the deserts of your life i will not desert you Mm, yep yep because we sang through it yesterday and i oh i love the solo line so much um yeah. and i am getting to a point where i'm just like i just want to sing it ah. yeah 
Um, but, but yeah, it's that's fun. We had like very <laughs> the burps again. The burps strike again. The burps strike again. <laughs> but I was gonna say our our lyrics are very opposite, or they're very they work very well together. In the deserts of your life, deserts are very barren, empty, and alone. And then I will not desert you, or I will not leave you. Damn. To be alone for eternity. Wow, it's like we complete each other. Yeah. Oh my wow. god. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> So moving on from that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the second question. I know I'm in love when blank. When I don't have to think about it. You know, like I don't have to ask myself questions. I don't need to put a lot of effort into being like, yep, this is like, oh, is it working? Is it not working? Is it, is this good for me or is it not? I just know like deep down. Like you never have to like question anything. You're just so certain and confident in it that you're just like. Mm-hmm. It uh, is what it is. I'm just like, yeah, it works. And maybe a small questions here and there, but that's normal in a relationship to be like, okay, like, like what should I do here? But uh, overall, it's been like very natural, just very right, normal. Exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say I, um, I know when I'm in love when like when I start looking at a person and like, okay, you've noticed this before like my forehead just starts to tingle Mm -hmm. because apparently like when i get like really happy and like really excited and like just safe is when my forehead starts to tingle like right in between my eyebrows there's it just like tingles for some reason and it just feels like my whole face is just like radiating happiness um and i think the first time i felt that with you was when we were driving home from our first date oh yeah yeah Yeah. tell me about that yeah because we went to pasta bella and we were just talking about like how Eric was just like, oh, so how'd you meet this lovely young lady? This pistol. I'm like, this isn't she pistol. a isn't she a pistol? I'm oh. just like Eric, shut up. And like, and then we were driving home, we were making fun of that while listening to like Frank Sinatra in the car. Mm-hmm. And I think you were just like, hey, is it okay if I like hold your hand? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, got to get that consent. I was just like, duh. So we like held hands and then my forehead started tingling and I was just like, okay, this seems Mm -hmm. right. That's just a testament how nervous I was and needed to ask, like, can I hold your hand? Literally. Yeah. You're just like, can I hold your hand? I was like, oh my God, you're so cute. Yes, of course. It's funny talking to you now about it. Like we were both pretty nervous. Yeah. But at the time, like we were both trying not to look nervous. Right, we were trying to look so natural and so like, oh yeah, this is the first day, no big deal. But then on the inside, we're just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. True. And at the time, though, I was just like, I had just gotten, you know, I, we had just gotten back from quarantine and everything. Yeah. And I was on like the blood thinning medication that I don't have to take anymore now. Good. But at the time, got COVID. Had they found blood clots because I had a pain in like my torso. Mm-hmm. Took blood thinners, and now I'm all better. So, but at the time, I was just kind of like. Just vibing. I was just like, yep, I'm finally free from quarantine, which was awful, or isolation. Yeah. So. And then literally, as soon as we were released, and as soon as it was okay to go out, we went out on our first date. Yeah. That's good. I was going to say, oh my gosh. But yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Italian food and a cute girl. Exactly. You can't go wrong with Italian food and a handsome fella like yourself. Oh, handsome young man. You're a handsome and bro lad. I make a lot of friends. I make a lot of friends. Okay, so that's a story for another day. We're in Brigadoon. It's it's in Scotland. Anyways, so continuing on. 
Um, so the third question is, um, how did you get over your first love? Like, um, like my first girlfriend or like, yeah, I'd say my first, I just knew it wasn't going to work. And at the time, like in your first relationship, you kind of tried to ignore the signs that you should be leaving and that you're breaking up and trying to make it work, even though it's not working. Right. And in that case, it was like, it was it was just, they couldn't come and visit me while I was here at college. And there was already some things in the relationship in terms of what we believed that was, right. that we were kind of ignoring that we, that was going to mm-hmm. affect us later in life. So that was kind of how I got over it was just recognizing that it was better and it helped that we were both in different places so I didn't have to see them every day. Right. So it helped that it was like we were like we were in different places. I knew it was it was the best for both of us and I can and I see them on social media with their new boyfriend and I just know that it's like a lot better. Yeah. Like the person they're with and I'm a lot happier now. Yeah. Obviously, so. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say um I really got over my first love. Um it took a while cuz like my first quote-unquote love i was like 16 at the time Mm -hmm. and of course i was like young dumb (laughs) i thought like my first boyfriend was gonna be the first person like that i was gonna like spend the rest of my life with but then i found you and i was just like okay this makes sense Mm -hmm. um but like with my first love quote-unquote um like when we broke up i was just like oh my god my life is falling apart i don't know what to do Mm -hmm. and like it was like a four-hour distance between us two like, we met through um, Allstate Camp and stuff. So I was just like, oh, my God, he's so cool. You mm-hmm. get to, like, go in the middle of a dance floor and not be embarrassed. Oh, my God. Like, I'm going to go talk to him. Which, again, I kind of regret a little bit because of, like, I realized how emotionally manipulative that relationship was. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you but know, like, it's a learning experience. Right. And once I found out, like, once I gave myself that, like, hey like you're okay this was a learning Mm -hmm. curve like you know better now you know how you're supposed to be treated now um and goodness i just lost my train of thought (laughs) um i was gonna say it was just like mm, i got over him once i found out like the shitty stuff that he was doing Mm -hmm. to like and, like, the lack of respect that he had for women in general. And the fact that he needed to grow up even way more than I did. And he was, like, three years older than me. Yeah. I was just, like, we both needed to grow up. But I feel like now that I've, like, evolved and grown into the person that I am, I'm way happier. And I found you the mm-hmm. love of my life. So that. And I think it's just so challenging. Like, I hear stories about people who do, like, date their high school love and their first girlfriend or boyfriend. And then they mm-hmm. end up being together. Yeah. But I also just think that if you're the kind of person, if you're like like me, for example, I like to grow and I like to change. Right. And a lot of growing and changing happens in high school and the beginning of college. Mm-hmm. And I'll still be growing and changing, but I really found myself in college and like I know who at least the core of myself is. So right. it was almost like, if you start that young and you change, you're almost like dating different people when you get far uh, far along enough. Yeah. And it's just, it's not even, and sometimes it just can't be, it's not, it's not, it's just not going to work because you have just two different people than when you started dating. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, now I feel much better because we're much more developed people. Yeah. And we like each other for like the core of ourselves instead of like, I think I should date this person because vain surface level example, you know? Yeah, literally. Um, And like, I think the one thing that really blinded me was that when you were talking about um like first girlfriend and like started dating in high school and they ended up together, that's literally how my parents were. Mm-hmm. Because my dad was a senior and my mom was a freshman and they met and then they started like dating and stuff like that. Um, and then they f- like ended up together. Like they ended mm-hmm. up getting married. Um, and since like my first love and I had that same age difference, and like I met them when I was when I met him when I was like fifteen, like starting sophomore year, but technically was still a freshman. I was like, oh my god, like I'm gonna end up just like mom and dad. Oh my mm-hmm. god, I was such a stupid bitch. But like, and it's just yeah, it's just so hard. Because I've done that too a lot where I just want to compare myself to what I've seen as successful. Like you see your parents and it's like, wow, that's awesome. It's worked out. Right. And they have a great story behind how they met and everything. Yeah. And this is just even outside of relationships. I see people who are, are, are successful and I try to copy that. But then I'm just like, that's not, doesn't work for me. And yeah. that's a bit, and that's been a big thing over quarantine and this whole COVID year has been like, I need to find out what works for me. And figure out my own path because that's what's going to make me successful right exactly um but yeah definitely just like growing up Mm -hmm. that's basically like all there is to it like yeah if you can get like you can get over like a lot of stuff once you finally just like start letting yourself evolve and letting yourself like go down the path that you were meant to go down Yep. because then you're just way happier that way and you find yourself like the core of yourself that way obviously i still have a long way to go with that because like i'm i still don't know myself completely and i know you don't either Mm -hmm. so like definitely just like growing and changing as we go but you know i can't wait to grow and change with you yep <laughs> yep. <Me too. laughs> yep. no because i was like getting all happy i was like oh i can't wait to grow up with you and i love you so much and you're just like yep <laughs> and a, hey a nice firm crispy yep from me it's just like the just the bondage just like the intertwining the like, bondage yeah the bondage <laughs> now it's like a, a bond for a lifetime right there you got the nice crisp yep let's go it's like a certain, like a hundred thousand percent, like, yep, I'm certain. Let's go. Exactly. Right. That was good. <laughs> no. I'm so, I'm not like, all right, shut up. Yep. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Yep. Move on. You're talking sappy stuff. <laughs> Speaking of moving on and talking about sappy stuff, um, the fourth question that I have is, um, are you lying to yourself about anything? Wow, that's a big one. Um, it goes along with growing and anything anything um if you want i can start if you want to think about it yeah you start okay so with me if i have ever lied to myself about anything it's just that like i need to fit a societal norm Mm. and like i oh i've also lied to myself speaking of that like i wanted to fit into a societal norm so bad that like i would lie to myself and be like everybody hates me everybody hates me i need to change i need to which is so stupid because mm-hmm. like that's like so high school thinking of me because like i wanted to fit in with people so bad and now i come here and i'm just like okay if i'm myself then i know that like i'll attract more people if i'm just being genuine and being myself but i always have that like thought in the back of my head that's just like oh god am i being annoying oh god like am i like the kind of person that these people want around or like 
you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just psych myself out and lie to myself, be like, okay, like, you're shit. Like, which is not true. No. No, I have one. I have one now. <clears throat> and it's been this whole kind of, like, image and body image thing with me. Mm-hmm. But recently I've been just, like, completely letting it go. And it's been really nice because I'm just trying to realize it's, like, people don't care. Pe- uh, like, I care more than anybody else does. Right. So <clears throat> the person that is going to give me the most grief about it is myself and everybody else. It's like, I've made so many friends. I've made so many, like I've earned the respect of so many people Yeah, looking like the way I do. And I don't look bad. You That's don't. Not, I really don't. And, you I know. I mean, I'm a little bit biased, but I say. Yeah, that yeah, you are. Spectacular. But, yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, I'm, it, it's a lie I've been telling myself is like that I'm like, don't look good or like I don't that I should be something that I'm not. Right. And and the, and basically what I've learned is like if I am going to change it has to be like genuine. Mhm. So. Period. Yep. <laughs> Period. Wow. Mhm. Um Okay, here's the next question. Is I that just another big it. one. What's the best lesson an ex has ever taught you? Never get like know that you should like fully invest in them, but um, n- if it doesn't work out, know that you're still like worth it. Like you're still like a worthy person, and that you'll either find something else, or you'll find meaning, or you'll do something else that will be good. You know, like right. it, it's not the end of the world. Bas- is basically what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, and I'm not saying like, oh, you should like pull back and not invest. You should definitely fully invest in every relationship because yeah. like ours is working out so well because we're both investing fully into it yeah and it's gonna work out and again if something happens which nothing's gonna happen but like i know i'm confident in myself like i've learned from past relationships it's like i got myself like you gotta it's a very it's a very self-motivating episode we have here yeah literally um i think the best lesson that an ex has ever taught me is just like i can't force it yeah because like i always was the kind of person that just like wanted to force a relationship onto myself and always wanted to force a connection with like select people Mm -hmm. and i broke that like right before i went to warburg honestly because like Mm -hmm. i tried to force something and then as summer came along i was just like this is ridiculous. Why am I forcing a relationship or a sort of like fling that's not going to work? Yeah. I was like, why am I trying to force something? Is it just because I'm lonely? Is it because I don't like myself very well? And um, I broke the habit um, during the summer right before I came here. And I was like, you know, like if you force something, it's not going to work. It's just going to feel so like fabricated and so like driven by one person. And it's just... It's stupid. So once I figured out, I was like, you know what? Don't try to chase them. Just let them come to you. Yeah. And I always feel like there's And then at the beginning of the school year, I found you. Yeah. And I find that, like, I've always felt like relationships, at least how how I've viewed them. And before I really started dating, I was like, that's like a race almost. Like, you got to find somebody right and and you don't have to no and i uh, and just i wish i didn't oh well, like, i'm glad i've had the relationships that i had but you really do just kind of have to let go and just not care 
Right. And then like like you, you found me and I and I was in a state of like, hey, I'm ready to be single for like years. Like I don't I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. And then I, you know, I find you and then I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready to go again. No, literally. And like, I was kind of thinking the same way too. Um, But of course, like I wanted to have communication with you as well, which is like the big second lesson that I've learned. It's just like communication is key. Mm -hmm. Like you have to figure out like what the other person is thinking. And like, you have to communicate your thoughts with each other and make sure it's like a safe space for both of you to just like be honest with each other because mm-hmm. that's definitely the other thing and i remember talking to you and i was just like hey i'm getting some mixed signals what are we you know mm-hmm. and then of course you're like you know like i just got out of a relationship and like i'm not really looking for anything right now but um yeah. i'm like looking forward to keep talking to you and i was like okay perfect and i'm fine with that i would love to keep talking with you too because i i'm also like content with being single but at the same time like i enjoy talking to you this way so mm-hmm. if you want to keep going we can and you're like okay we can and then we went on our first date, and here we are celebrating six months. <laughs> yep. yep. That's how that's how it goes. Yeah, literally. So I feel like once you're really content with being by yourself and loving yourself and not forcing anything, then I feel like that's where it's happiness. Well, not okay. That's where a relationship lies. I wanted to say like mm-hmm. that's where happiness lies, but like you could be happy without a relationship if you really want to. Yeah, I think yeah, the whole not forcing. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, the sixth question I have is, is there anyone who's changed your life, but doesn't know it? Hmm. Do you have one? I do. You go first, I'll think. So, oh my gosh. I, (laughs) speaking of which, that, um, you know that zucchini casserole that I was talking about? Uh, yeah, for, that you ate in the Mensa? Yeah, and it made me, like, gassy. Yeah. Yeah, I just let out a big old... Oh. Yep. I thought you were going to be like, that zucchini casserole doesn't know how much it means to me. Oh, no. <laughs> that did change my life. <laughs> it changed my life for the better. Oh, my God. No, but I was going to say, um, Amelia. Okay. Overson? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so she's a junior at Wartburg. She's music education. Um, But what she doesn't know is that um, a lot of my creative outlets and a lot of my like aesthetic stuff and a lot of my like I'm just gonna be me and I'm not gonna care what anybody else thinks and just radiating like sunshine and kindness wherever I go I feel like as far as I've seen that's been Amelia for me because Mm -hmm. what a lot of people don't know is that she went to Nyack um for her first year of school and then transferred to Warburg a year earlier than I did so um we were actually in warp like we were actually in nyack singers together for a little while and we actually sang like a trio together with our friend valerie which love that love that trio together oh my god i still play it on my phone sometimes um but i remember just like having honest conversations with her like when we were like driving around or just like doing whatever and i feel like we were just so completely dead set honest with each other all the time and like i feel like with Amelia, we just felt like we could just spread kindness and anywhere that we could. And I feel like that is like, she's a really good example of like how I've been able to just let go and be myself and be more honest yet just kind and like not giving a shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. cause it takes way more effort to be mean than it is to be nice, mm-hmm. honestly. So I just kind of like let shit go. And I'm just like, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to do me. You know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like she's really changed my perspective on life for the better and she really doesn't know it so if she's listening 
hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's all I got to say for that. Yeah, for me, it's um, it's my brother, and like really. Yeah, because he doesn't. He only had to be himself. Like he didn't have to try and like. Because what was the question again? It was like who changed your life and didn't and they don't know it. Like, is there anyone that's changed your life but doesn't know it? Yeah, because, like, he introduced me to just kind of like thinking for myself and being open to new ideas because at the time like you know I I grew up in a religious family and he was breaking away from that and I I like one time he was watching a video of a debate or whatever and I was like hey I want to watch he's like no you don't like you don't want to watch this like I you know he didn't want to have to worry about the headache of me maybe like being like no the guy who's Christian is right, even though he was spewing some, like, really weird stuff. And I'm not saying right. all Christians are weird and they spew this stuff. This is, like, one of the fraction minority, like, crazy people that w- was in this debate. Oh, okay. So, I see where you're coming from. This is, the, this, to be more specific, this is, like, Bill Nye the Science Guy debating a um, creationist named Ken Ham. Okay. That's not important. It's just my brother, like, he was so... He's so independent and has gone through a lot of struggle, and I've just been there to watch him, and he's always been there, and I've, like, learned from him just being around him, and I don't think he knows. I think we understand that we have a very strong relationship, like, we're very good friends, but... Yeah. And that we have changed each other's lives a little bit, but maybe not to the degree of just, like, him being himself was enough to do that. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, Austin, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ethan says hi. Morgan says hi, too, but Ethan says hi. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. Also, by the way, I probably should have told you this at the beginning. Did so, you fart again from the zucchini? No, oh. no, 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 no. I was... <laughs> I mean, maybe a little bit, but like, because, <laughs> you know, once you, if you need to let what? it out, you need to let it out. Um, mm-hmm. But as I was going to say, like, if you're not comfortable with answering any of these questions, like, tell me. Oh, and no, then that's all good. No, I'm, I'm good with answering them. I always just have to think, though. Okay, which is fine. But like, if questions. you, like, you ever, if you're ever just like, I don't want to answer that question, we could mm-hmm. skip. Just yeah. let me know, okay? Okay. Okay. I think so, for me, it's like, I think you know I'm a thinker. I like to just sit and think. Oh, yeah, so, I totally get that. With these questions, I can come up with uh, lots of different answers, so. Right. So, speaking of coming up with different answers, here's the second question. Um, me and my segues. Um, when was the last time that you felt lucky to be you, basically? Um, probably when I just, um, anytime I get to perform or make people laugh or something like that, I always just kind of taken aback. I don't really know how I, it's probably just this intrinsic, you know, internal thing that I have that I can just be funny and make people laugh and bring joy to people. Yeah. But I, I I look at other people who can't really do that and they want to do that. And I guess I just kind of say to myself, I'm like, I'm, I'm glad to be me right now. Like I've worked hard and not even in, especially with singing too. Like it took a long time for me to be like, yeah, I like the sound of my own voice. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to also have that where I'm like, oh, I really like the sound of my voice. I love bringing, entertaining people, making them laugh. Um, right. Those are the big things for me. How about you? Um, definitely. Um, I feel as if 
goodness. Um, God, I got to think. It's a tough one because I don't think we spend enough time looking at our own positives. Right. Which, yeah. Because it's tough to, I mean, like I was saying Because you can think about earlier. positives about so many other people except for yourself. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're with yourself all of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like inevitable that you see your flaws and then focus on the flaws. Yeah. Because that's just human nature to focus on the negative about yourself. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was, I think it was yesterday, mm-hmm. like in the morning, cause I was making myself a cold brew and I was <laughs> in class and stuff like that. And I remember just like afterwards, like getting ready to like go out into the world and like just putting on like these nice clothes and stuff. And mm-hmm. then just thinking to myself, wow, I look really good. And yeah, I'm like, you, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Um, but I was just like, you know, like once I like had my coffee and once I figured out like what um I was going to do that day and planning like everything out, I was just like, you know, I am glad to be me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, I'm an independent woman. I'm an independent woman who don't need no man. <laughs> as I have a man. Yeah, as, uh, I, <laughs> as I didn't uh, come Monday, I didn't come back on Monday. I don't need no man to take care of me. <laughs> Literally, because everyone came back on Monday except for you because you mm-hmm. had a class at like one. Yep. So like, you decided to take the time to just sleep in and like spend more time with your family, which I get it. But like mm-hmm. at the time, I was like picking on you. Yeah, yeah, like, come back. Oh, all of us no. were like picking on you a little bit and we're just like, come oh, back, not come not back. even. It was maybe like Ethan, Peter, and then you. <laughs> Yeah, they it were was all most, like, it was yeah, like, okay. It was like ninety percent me. Yep. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, if you loved me, you would come back. Wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. Yeah. And then you'd see that, and you're like, wow. Okay. I'm just like, yep. I'm gonna put my phone down for <laughs> fifteen minutes. <laughs> you're just like, I'm not gonna deal with this right now. And then, like, once I saw you, like yesterday, once you came back, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. And it was nice and we've just forgot about that whole like teasing <laughs> thing that happened that's all good yeah it, thank you which we discussed it it's all good honestly we love like, to tease i knew you were joking when you said that stuff but i was just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we love to tease each other like that's one of the things that i like it's about healthy. a relationship like we just healthily like tease each other and give each other shit yeah which it's funny it really is it's kind of like a refreshing little like mm-hmm. oh shit yeah. like we can throw shit at each other it's fine yeah um but yeah um next question i have um what do you need to accept today what do i need to accept today yeah that it's like the end of the year and there's gonna be some big stuff i gotta do like after this i need to go do a couple things like i need to go to walmart reason why i'm going to walmart and getting thank you cards to write to my field experience teachers and everybody who helped me out there just that's a it's a nice way to just let them know that you appreciated everything that they've done and letting them come into the classroom especially during a covid year so it's just but overall it's just accepting that like i i I, there's some i gotta go i just gotta do the last nitty-gritty things just to finish out the semester yeah exactly um i think i also need to accept that i have a shit ton of stuff to do Mm-hmm. especially towards the end of the year because like i'm a music performance major and usually we have like junior recitals and stuff and senior recitals so for for like music education music therapy um your recital has to be like 15 minutes in your junior year and then 30 minutes for your senior year um for solely music performance though 
your junior recital is a half an hour and then your senior recital is an hour. So mm-hmm. I definitely feel as if like I need to do a lot more musical work than a lot of other people when it comes to my recital. Yeah. Um, but I just need to accept the fact that I'm just like, you know what? Like you got it. Just, just fucking do it. Yeah, just sit <laughs> like, down and drill it out. Honestly. Cause yeah. we're almost there. We really are. Yeah, of course. Um, second cr- hello <laughs> second <laughs> i didn't mean to do that i don't know what the fuck that sound was <laughs> who let a pigeon in here <laughs> i was gonna say 10th question and <laughs> you then to roll the r that's not even in question <laughs> yeah 10th question and i question 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 and i'm just like what the Morgan, what is wrong with you today? Anyways, um, when was the last time you felt most yourself? That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. that. And like when I got to go home, just be by my be by myself, and yeah, I was just playing some video games. Yeah. I I haven't really. I mean, I play Fortnite here, but like I play that just. It's the only thing that I like. We we get to I get to play or that I. It's quick and quick and dirty, so I just I hop on, play a game. If I don't want to play anymore, I'm done. But right. at home, it was like, oh, I get to see my family. I got to, you know, be with my brother, hang out, watch movies. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel most myself when I'm here. Really? Which at Warburg? Seem, yeah, which seems weird, but, like, I just don't connect with Belmont anymore. Yeah. And, like, the small town stuff. Like, I definitely come here, and I feel most myself. And I feel mm-hmm. most, like, I can, like just let my guard down here and I can be fine. Yeah. Um, but like right then as we were making fun, yeah. we were both making fun of me for the, like that definitely made me feel most myself. Well, and I think, cause I do stupid shit like that all the time. And I think we're both just, I'll be honest. I feel like myself a lot. Like I'm pretty confident in myself to just, I'll be me a, a lot of the time. I think it's when I'm like, when I'm in classes and stuff and I kind of have a, a mask on a little bit, like putting on not a, like a facade, but, you talk to everybody a little bit differently when you're in your professional setting. So Right. That's yeah. kind of what it is. But here and in, in the in my dorm and at home it's I myself. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So I have one more question from this deck and then I'll just go into like some relationship questions. Um Okay. So what is your mother's name and the most valuable lesson she's taught you so far? My mother's name is Kathy. I would say that the most valuable lesson that she taught me is that just like um I feel like care for people just like go do doing the the little things that we don't like to do and maybe that's for people or for ourselves but just doing them and right. not being afraid to be goofy and talk about our problems too just those those kind of things cuz we definitely, I definitely like, you know, when I go home, it's there. There are times where I'm just very goofy with my mom. I think I'm a lot like my mom in that sense, where I get my confidence and my stubbornness from my dad, and then I get my like goofy and silly side and fun side from my mom, and then that together just creates this, this chaotic <laughs> hell of a man that we <laughs> see today. Oh my god. I mean, you're not wrong. I, mean, yeah, I was gonna say I've met your parents, and definitely, like, it's a really nice atmosphere there. I mean, it's it really always is. and it's always such a mind. Have you done this where you like you piece your two parents together and see what parts you have of each of them, and then you're yeah. like, 
like, oh, that's so freaky because that, that's exactly what I see. I, like, I catch myself doing stuff my dad does, mm-hmm. and then I'm just like, oh, I'm acting like my mom right now, and then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I am just them. So. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, okay, so on my spectrum, um, my mom's name is Katie, um, and I think, like, she's taught me a lot of things, but I think the biggest thing that she's taught me is, like, the importance of, like, working hard for yourself mm-hmm. um like i would say like just working hard in general but i feel like a lot of times people are just working hard for other people and i'm just like I, I do, you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i don't want to work hard for like other people anymore which sounds bad but like i think the most important part is just like taking care of yourself mm-hmm. making sure that you are motivated for your own self-benefit and like not of course you can be concerned for like a lot of other people but i feel like if you're not concerned with yourself as well and you're just putting all of your energy in other hello yeah. if you're not putting your energy there we go into other people what if you're not putting your energy into yourself there we there go there it is english is so hard yeah. um we should start a podcast <laughs> a great way to start a podcast huh um <laughs> well we're like 40 minutes in but Ooh. <laughs> like starting off oh my god but um, I was going to say, if you don't put energy into yourself, mm-hmm. then you're just going to fall down a hole of shit. And I think people... Like literal feces. Yeah. yeah literal poo slide. <laughs> um, I think people... And I don't want to like pretend like I know your mom that well. Because I don't, I don't know her that well, especially as much as you do. But mm-hmm. I think people who do go into a profession and a career of helping people, I think they start to get empowered and they get something from helping people which she's a paramedic just letting you know yeah and she because i think yeah you have to you don't have to get something from helping people but i think there's just that sense of like i've done something good i've done something like helped somebody and i think that feeling is is really important when it comes to people in these careers and i mean just shout out to them i guess you know for being helpers in a day and yeah in today's day and world and plus they made me yeah and they made you and we're, we're i'm just we're all just so happy about that <laughs> um but like i definitely agree with you in that sense where like i feel like sometimes i'm just like in like exhibiting qualities of my mom and my dad but like not at the same time mm-hmm. well technically they're both virgos and they're both like very in their heads so technically i could do like both of them at the same time but yeah. like like my dad is more just like yeah okay like he's more like go with the flow than anything else and mom's just like structure yeah like she they both love their structure but like with mom i feel like she has to plan things like 20 years ahead of time (laughs) but with dad he's just like uh well i would prefer to have a schedule but if something just like pops up out of the blue then like i'll adjust see (laughs) your mom she she builds the dam that blocks the river and your dad builds the boat that rides on the river. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, because, yeah, your dad just, he does go with the flow and then your mom is just like, here's the, just, here's the plan, man. Here's the plan, man. She's definitely the head of the house. Which you can respect. Mm-hmm. Ex- yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so. So. A couple of relationship questions. <laughs> e- since it's your first po- it's your podcast that comes out on our anniversary. Yep. Um, okay. So, <laughs> there you go. Next question. Things you don't like when you talk in the baby. <laughs> when oh you talk God. in the baby boy. There is one of those questions in really? here. Really? Yeah. That's okay. Fun. 
So the first question in here is, um, do you remember the first thing you said to me when we met? No. Or like, do you, like, <laughs> no. like, do you I remember mean, one of the first things that you told me? I mean, I, I, I can imagine. I I'm sure you do, because I just, um, specifically, no. I just know I probably was. I knew I was sitting by you, because if we're talking about the same, like, you were in my room, uh, the dorm. Yeah. And oh, unless you're thinking about the chapel, like. When when we were recording that first time, then again, in that was like that was like a very empty conversation, though. Yeah, because we barely knew like, each other. It's like when a Dr. Nelson's icebreaker is like, turn to the neighbor and talk about your day and what made you want to come to Warburg, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't literally really care, icebergs, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll stick with the dorm one. I probably made a joke, if I'm being honest. You tell me, what did, what did I say? Um, I remember we, um, were on Snapchat and you texted me. Oh, that, this. Okay. Was this the one with Dr. Larson? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you're just like, Dr. I was in a lesson with Dr. Larson and she told me that you are cute. Yeah. And then we had a conversation about that and you're just like, well, I'm not one to disagree. Yeah. (laughs) My intention of sending that was definitely just like, let's put my foot in the door and see what, see what happens. (laughs) Let's see how this. And here we go. It worked out pretty well for me. I was just like, let's just, uh, basically that's what I do. I was like, I'll just like, if I'm interested in a girl, I'll just throw, I'll try and find something like that, throw it out and see what happens. And then from there, I think I'm good enough at talking that I can. Yeah work my way around or the conversation gets shut down because the other person doesn't want to talk then i'm like okay well i don't want to date so i think um one of the first things that i said to you when we met was something about dr p introducing me and being like that's the girl with the fake eyebrows i was like is that really how he introduced me because i think that's what we were talking about in that in that snapchat conversation well, no, like I think, we were, I think we were talking in person. I don't okay. remember. I think it was just in general. Like, I was okay. just like, is that yeah. really how he introduced me? Yeah. And you're just like, oh, yeah. He was like, that's Morgan, the girl with the big eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. <laughs> but, like, that's what we talked about. Yeah, cool. exactly. Well, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that that, would, that really was. I, I bet I brought that up not too, yeah, pretty early in our meeting. Right, exactly. Um, okay. Next question. What's your favorite thing about each other? Um, I think I've told you this. I just like that you can carry the conversation in terms of like, yes, this whole show is called No Internal Monologue and I jo- I tease you about it, but honestly, if you didn't just say the things that you were thinking about and could just like sp- like just throw things out to talk about, I I just I don't know if I uh, I don't know how the relationship would be. I just know I enjoy it because I can just go off of what you're saying. I'm very good at building off of things. I'm not exactly good at like, hey, let's talk about something. And I'm just like, oh, I, I can't think of anything to talk about because I just don't know what I want to talk about. But right. I'm very good at yeah, riffing. Which um, I think that's one of my favorite things about you. Just like um, I was going to say, I think my favorite thing about you is just like – what? My butt. I mean, well, that's up there. But <laughs> I was yeah. going to say... It's on the list somewhere. I was going to say, my favorite thing about you is probably, like, the fact that you are so honest and so open mm-hmm. to new ideas and so, like, 
just chill with everybody and you're just so like yourself you're so mm-hmm. unapologetically yourself and it's so hot yeah boy. yeah boy because yeah. like a lot of people are just like oh yeah look at me oh i'm so tough like i know you would love to get some of this dirt and i'm like well, no and that's the and thing. with you you're just yourself yeah and i think that's one of the first things that attracted to me to you in the first place my sister's calling me should i answer mm, you could here. segment here, piper here podcast piper call hey piper um i'm recording the podcast right now what do you want I don't know if you can hear that. Here, say yeah, that I, one more I time. I heard it in my mind. Here, one more second. Now you are. Okay, podcast people. Podcast Why did I say that? Okay. Um, <laughs> dude, go look at my TikTok. Why? What's it at now? I'm wigging out, bro. It's at like, hold up, I'll put you on speaker. Well, I'm outside, so you're going to hear wind. This I'm not so outside, good. I'm kind of inside, but I'm outside. I don't know. I have 524 followers now. Oh, wow. I had 71 last night, right before I posted it. I had 71 followers. Now I have 524. My video has 3,268 views. It has 919 likes and 32 comments. Wow. Holy shit. No, in oh, like. Thirsty ass guys. I mean, I can't. Can I say ass? Yep. Yeah. Thirsty ass guys. <laughs> literally she was talking to me about that this morning and it's just like all mm-hmm. guys and like the only like female people that that liked it is like me and then like maybe her other friend and that's about it yep. yeah gina hasn't even liked it yet which i'm kind of salty about but yeah it's fine just a bunch of guys who don't even know that you're probably 16 <laughs> no they definitely don't know that which oh, i was gonna wow. put in my bio but i was like i'm just gonna let <laughs> like, i think i should add this now <laughs> That's scary. Is that all you wanted to talk to me about, Piper? Yeah. Okay, then I'll just call you later, okay? All right, bye. Thanks for being a surprise guest on the podcast. You're welcome. You should have Jane and I on the pod. Okay, hey, I'm not going to have you skip school to be on the podcast. Well, they're going to be expected it now. Y'all are going to see a surprise. That's for the summer. I guess. Not surprise, but we're going to come on the pod, take over. Oh, gosh. Oh, okay. I'll... We'll figure it out, okay? You hear okay. that, everybody? We'll figure it out. All right. Okay. Talk to you later, Piper. All right, bye. Bye. Yeah, all those thirsty adult men are going to want to listen to the, the Piper podcast. She's like 16 years old. Like, I these know. men need to back the fuck off. <laughs> like, that's I'm right. sorry. Like, that's just me being an overprotective older sister. But, like, and, oh Well, my I God. mean, that's why TikTok's kind of, like, gross. It's like you have young girls on there. Yeah. Just doing doing these doing stuff like that. They're just being themselves. Nasty, greasy guys coming in. Like, yeah, literally, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, um, back on back on topic. Back on this. Okay. Oh. Um. So. What were we talking about? Should we just move on? Next question. Next question. Yeah, because we were basically just done with that, anyways. Yep. And then Piper called. Um. So next question is: Where would you like most? What? Where? Oh my. Yeah, mate. I cannot read. Where would you most like to go on vacation? There we go. Uh, Switzerland. I already know. Oh yeah, you were talking to me about that. I just, I just again back to TikTok. Like, there's lots of just. I follow this one page that just shows like beautiful scenery of Switzerland, and oh, right. it's uh, it's so beautiful. I want to go there. Mhm. Exactly. Um. I. <laughs> I um I think I would love to also go to Switzerland, but like I feel like the big one for me is just like taking you on your first cruise. 
Oh, really? Be- yeah, because then you could like visit multiple t- different countries like in a True. short amount of time, and that would be super freaking cool. Like, do your research beforehand and like go on a boat and just don't get on your phone because you're going to mm-hmm. be in the middle of the ocean and it's just so nice mm-hmm. and like people that work on a cruise literally make it like the best time ever yeah it's it was like my favorite vacation that i ever went on when i went on the cruise last year and yeah. i want you to experience that too because i know you'd absolutely fucking love it yeah one that i've always remembered and i don't know if this is as like luxurious of a cruise i don't really know what what kind of cruise this is but it was like the vikings cruise and they just go to scandinavian countries oh yeah I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't know why I have the feeling that that one's like for old people. Yeah. I, the young hip people go to the one that's in uh, Central America and the kind of Caribbean islands and get that experience. But then the old people go to Scandinavia, the the Viking cruise, because <laughs> they're old Norwegian people. <laughs> I was gonna say, Doctor Dale, say with his Norwegian curling yeah. pants. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'd love the Viking cruise. I love the Viking cruise. I don't know why they're talking crap about the Viking cruise. I really love that one. <laughs> Dr. Nelson, if you're listening, it's not a bash on you, we promise. It's just yeah. like we're just talking. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I told him that one time. I, I just said it, and I didn't say it like at him. He was walking by. It was like, it was by the base section. I just said, I love you. Or I said, like, <laughs> or I said hey, handsome. That was it. Hey, handsome. I was like, hey, handsome. And then he kind of like looked around like, what apparition just like <laughs> said that? It was like God talking to me. And I was just like, I pretend like I didn't even say it like a, like a, a thug. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so freaking funny. Oh, my gosh. So speaking of funny, um, what is one thing that you would like to change about the other person? Yeah, speaking of funny. I don't know. Um... You, you can be one? honest. It's okay. I really don't know, though. Like, I'm thinking about it. Um, I really want to change how you organize my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be messy. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, okay. So, it's he like has the like only this bad line... thing. Okay. He has, like, this line of shoes that's in his room. <laughs> and the shoes are always just, like, thrown off and just, like, there. And they just look so weird and messy. So I always put them in a line. And he catches me doing this every single fucking time. I put yeah. his shoes on a line. And he goes, what are you doing? I was what just are like, you doing? I'm fixing your mess. And he goes, let me be messy. I was well, just like, no. Because the thing is, it's like, I, I recognize that I need to just like probably put them in a line and make them look nice every time I take off my shoes. Yeah, but like, you think? But the thing is, you put them in a line, and you already know that I'm not going to put them in a line after my shoes. So, like, within an hour, they're like I've already taken off maybe two different pairs of shoes, and they're already messed up. Yeah. And <laughs> like, if we were just... to go there right now, they'd be messed up. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> the one thing that you would, like, to change about me is the fact that I just need to stop reorganizing your shoes. <laughs> yeah. Quit micromanaging. <laughs> I was going to say... I was going to say... I don't have a good one. That was like a third burp. I love that. Um, Okay. So the first thing that came to mind was that the fact that you just complain about your dry scalp. Yeah. Oh, you want to... Do you want to change my dry scalp or change how I complain about it? I want to change your dry scalp. Yeah. 
you you want to change how I complain about it, but don't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, because you're just like, oh my god, my head itches and stuff like that. I was like, okay, well we can get you like yeah. a combination of like shampoo and conditioner was, that works for your dry scalp, and you're just like, oh, you two in one. I'm like, two in one doesn't <laughs> fucking work. I know it doesn't. Two I love in one doesn't fucking you. work. I love tormenting you about two in one because I know you're right, but I'm just like, I gotta use up this bottle, so. <laughs> and I'm just like, I will get you a functional beauty shampoo that will help you with all of your problems, and you're just like. Is that what you were doing yesterday? You were on Function of Beauty. Were you making a thing for me? Because <laughs> you kept. I didn't know what you were doing at first, but you, <laughs> but you kept looking at me like very sheepishly, like you were doing something wrong. I was, and I was just like, what? The no, I okay. When I was looking at that? you, I was trying to analyze your hair. Oh my lord! Was so that like, during Brigadoon? Was, yeah. Oh my! God. I was like, why are you? Because I had no more lines. Well, and I knew I was like. I knew I, I knew you were I know I'm great at like saying lines and stuff and like I'm very captivating but I was like you were looking back a suspicious amount of times. <laughs> no, I was looking back because I was I was done my with my lines and I I was getting to a point where Joey was like just Joey. I was waiting for Joey to just act drunk because that's what mm-hmm. he's supposed to do at the end of the second act like just act like obliterated, right? Yep. So, I was waiting for that. And my lack of eternal monologue just kicked in. And I was like, okay, I'm curious about this. And if I don't do it now, I'm going to forget. So I was doing a function of beauty hair quiz on me first. And then I did it on you. And I was looking back and I was analyzing your hair. I was like, okay, straight hair. Got it. And I was just like, okay, is it coarse? Is it light? Is it medium? And I was like, okay, I think it's coarse. coarse. Got it. Yeah. Like, because like the, because like your hair follicles so would be like thicker. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, coarse. Okay, whatever. And then I was like, okay, what kind of scent would you like? Or something like that. And I was like, looking at you. I was like. Timberwolf. Like, I was like, I feel like you'd like mango. So I put uh, down yeah. mango. What were the options? There was like mango, uh, lavender, rose. There was no fragrance. There was um, like eucalyptus yeah. or something like that. And that was a good guess. That was a good one. Mango, yeah. So I put down mango and I put down function of Ethan. And then I had a separate, and then I have, because you can name it. Oh, really? And make it customizable, function yeah. Ethan. Function of Ethan. And Dysfunction. Then, oh, my God. And then I wrote down mine on a different tab, and mine was Function of Bitch. <laughs> function of Bitch. So I'm, like, oh, wow. looking at these, and I was like, you know, can I get this as a gift for Ethan? And I was just like, no. So I was just like, I don't know how you feel about that. So I just exited out of the tab, and then Joey kidding? started acting drunk, and I was like, oh, my God. And then I just forgot all about Honestly, it. Honestly, I was just about, well, the funny thing was is I, I was thinking about this today because, again, my my freaking scalp was snowing and i was just like honestly i'm just one of these days i'm just gonna tell morgan to just give me whatever she wants to fix it so yes here's your formal um request to do a function of ethan with mango scented scalp scalp helping oh hell yeah hell yeah oh my god that is mm. okay i made your day so okay last question because we're going on like 58 minutes of recording. Ooh. So, last question real quick. Okay. Um What do I what what do we uh, Okay. What does the other person do that makes us feel the most loved? Um, so like for you, what makes you feel the most loved about like what I do? And then I would answer the question as well. Okay. Um I think I think you know the, well, like the love language, my thing is, I guess, uh, it's physical touch. Yeah. Which, it's like physical touch when I want physical touch. So when you do give me physical touch when I want it, like yesterday in seminar, you just had your hand on my knee, 
Yeah. And I was, that was kind of something like that where I was like, oh, I feel loved. Yeah. And like, I noticed that like, if we're like cuddling or something like that, when you put like your head on my chest, like I know you feel like really safe and loved there too. Mm-hmm. And that's also like attributes to like the physical touch. Yep. Um, I think what makes me feel most loved is just like when you just go out of your way to do something just because you were thinking of me. Mm-hmm. Like there was this one time that um, it was like really early on in a relationship and I got back from fucking something. I think I got back from opera workshop the yeah. first semester mm-hmm. um, and then you had like an avalanche for me, which is the den at Warburg and they make cream. like and they make like these like blizzard kind of things, but they call them avalanches. Um, there was just an avalanche sitting on the table and I was mm-hmm. just like, what's this? And he just goes, I got you ice cream. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, you didn't have to do that. And he goes, well, I just wanted to. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like that kind of thing too. Like if you do something or say something just because you were like thinking of me, like that just makes you feel like the most loved out of anything. Cause I never have people that are just like, oh, I did this because I thought about you. Mm-hmm. Like they're always just like, oh, I did this for you because I felt like I had to. Yeah. Whereas you're just like, I'm doing it because I love you and I am thinking about you. And yeah, that's like it. Hopefully I should probably do that more. You think so? Yeah. Buy me flowers. (laughs) Buy me stuff. (laughs) Oh my God. No, watch him. That's true. I mean, like I do like buy, like when we go out to eat, I I usually pay. Which is nice. And like, we're trying to do like this thing where we kind of like equal it out. Yeah. We're trying. We're trying. Yeah. Um, We haven't gone out to eat in a while. That is true. That is very, very true. Um, we have it. And especially since, like, I'm trying to, like, watch my weight a little bit lately because, yeah. like, I came out as we 140 are, we, pounds, I'm even insane. though I'm literally fine. Like, it, that's a good weight to be at. But I'm just like, oh, my God, my stomach's getting bigger. I look pregnant. Like, shut up. Like, accept your body the way it is. You're yeah. you're allowed to gain weight in your 20s. Yeah. And like, I think it's just, it's also just a misconception. Like, losing weight is really not that hard. It's mainly about maintaining it. Yeah, so, that's the hard part, yeah. maintaining it. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, I lost, I mean, you know, I lost, like, 40 pounds within, like, four or five months. Yeah. Which is pretty good, but, or it was, like, three months, but. Yeah. It was really fast, basically, but I, mean, I pretty much put most of it back on, but, like, I think it's kind of nice that I know that if I wanted to go hard again, I could lose it fast, but I'm more interested in, like, What's a long-term thing I can just start now? Well, like, if That'll I... That'll help me. Well, like, if I look at you right now and I look at pictures of you in the past, I don't think that you... You don't look like it that you've put on the weight. Okay. It looks like well, that you've good. been maintaining. Good. Especially since I first met you, too. And that goes back to, like, you know, people don't notice the stuff as much as I do. Right. And I know, I know, like, I can see the changes, but, like, I, yeah, reminding myself that people don't. If anything, they still think I am at that weight. Yeah. The lower one. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Which is why it's like, this you should only. You get out of your head, man. Well, uh, yeah. And that's why it's like, and I'm not, and I'm a lot better than I used to be about it. But, and that's why it's like, you should really just do it for yourself. Right. You exactly. Do it for other people. And that's what I do as I do it for myself. Yeah. As you should. The side benefit is looking really sexy and being like, hey, people, look at my. <laughs> <laughs> my biceps really <laughs> sexy body. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think you have a sexy body. Oh, I know you do. I'm just saying. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm literally thinking like God level, like Athens, 
grease chiseled. Oh. I'm not saying I look bad. I'm just saying Which like. Which you don't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to get to a point and I just keep interrupting with like, I know. And then you're like, Morgan, listen to what you're I'm being a good, saying. You're being a good girlfriend and really trying to make sure that I'm not beating myself up. But I'm like, I know. Yeah. I'm fine. I just <laughs> need to get out of that. Because like my love language is words of affirmation. So like my thing is always just like affirming you with like yeah. my language and my words. Which I know that yours is like more like physical touch. So I feel like yeah. if I'm just like, oh, it's okay. Punched. No, you're just like, it's okay. Thrown around. Oh my God. <laughs> you're just like, it's okay. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. And you're like, Morgan, stop. Like, I don't like it when you mm-hmm. do that. And now I'm just like, okay, here's the thing. I was like, it, 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 you're upset. Okay. Do you want me to leave you alone? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to comfort you? Do you want me to give you a hug? Do you want me <sighs> to just give you peace? Do you want me to like distract you with yeah. another topic? What do you want? See, and that's the thing we both... I, I, cause I also catch myself, like I try to, like if I notice you're in a mood and I try to solve it with my love language, which is just maybe like holding of the hand or like, you know, scratching your head or something like that. Right. But then I'm like, okay, well I gotta like, you know, actually do something for you that's more effective, you know, like say, say something, you know, words of affirmation actually say something to you. Cause I think you really, um. You really stepped it up when I was having a panic attack one night and you basically talked me through it. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, we're going to do some breathing exercises, okay? And you were just constantly telling me, I was like, no, you're not being a burden right now. No, you're not being annoying. Mm-hmm. I would rather be here helping you than anything else. So like, and you were just validating what I was feeling instead of just being like, instead of just being like generic, like they're there, they're there. Like you were validating mm-hmm. me and actually helping me through. And that was like another moment where I was just like, fuck. Like, he loves me. I love him. Shit, this is going to work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was definitely one of those as well. Yeah. And now, you're, and now look at you. You're looking, you're good. You feel better about it. Yeah. I don't even remember what it was. Was it about the house? No. Or was it just, oh, I don't know. That's okay. We don't have to talk about it. That's okay. I think it was just about, like, But just it was working. just the time like, you were feeling anxious. Yeah, because I think I was just, like, working too hard. Like, oh, working my yeah. ass off. Yep. for like everything and I was so frustrated with how I was just tearing myself into shreds because I had to be everywhere but like in a calm place Yeah, because I was like I have to work I have to be in class I have to do this yeah. I have to do that that's and I just, was just the problem like, with college in my opinion it's mm-hmm. like you put so much time in everything and like you realize that you're paying to do all this too so it's like people get stressed out about the job that they're doing but at least they're getting paid but we're coming here to eventually get the opportunity to get paid yeah, <laughs> yeah dead we're, ass. we're working like yeah crazy mm-hmm. all, right. all right next question if there is one i was gonna say i was actually going it? to um do our clothing segments sounds good i like that we've been recording for an hour and six minutes now Ooh! <laughs> you're turning into one of the longer episodes that i've released yeah i was gonna say um so I'm going to do some uh, closing segments. So one of them is what can Morgan not stop listening to? I would say what's stuck in my head, but I can't hear shit in my head. Um, mm-hmm. So something that I cannot stop listening to right now is um, Dancing with the Devil by Demi Lovato. Because, mm. like, okay, so her documentary came out recently about, like, her 2018 overdose and, like, her growth over the past, like, however long and, like, what she's been able to realize about herself. And I watched that documentary and I didn't realize how bad everything got until like she explained everything in that documentary like and during that overdose she had like three strokes and a heart attack and like she woke up basically blind and then had to work on that and her neurosurgeon she has like brain damage she has blind spots now like she like she was saying like 
and she's trying to pour a glass of water, she'll totally miss the cup because she can't see it sometimes. Wow. Um, and, like, how um, she's, like, realizing everything that's going on with, like, her sexuality and trying to, like, find balance in her life instead of just being, like, I'm going to cut everything off or I'm just going to go all in. Mm-hmm. Like, she was trying to find moderation and balance um, and stuff like that. And she was just talking about life and being super fucking honest. So then once I saw the Dancing with the Devil music video and it was, like, basically reenacting her overdose night, mm-hmm. like, I it just felt... Like, it made me cry. Yeah. That was, like, the last time that I cried, just watching that music video at home. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, how? You know what I mean? Yeah. It was such an emotional song, and I could tell it was just, like, she put her heart, body, and soul into that. And I was like, this is my favorite track by her so Mm -hmm. far. And, like, I'm not that avid, like, I'm not that much of a Demi Lovato fan, but, like, after that, (laughs) I'm just like, yeah, I am now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What can you not stop listening to? Uh, I don't know. Um, what I was listening to, it wasn't a song, but it, I, I said I was listening to on my hour and a half drive back. I was listening to 1984, the audiobook. Yeah. So I'm excited to continue listening to that because it's just a really cool book, really influential book. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, And Weekly Obsessions. So... One of the weekly obsessions that I just could not get over was the talking shit in a Scottish accent. Oh, yeah. Because... I did not think you are such a dumbass. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so backstory behind that. So both of us are in Brigadoon. Mm-hmm. Ethan does not have to do with Scottish accent, but I do. Honestly, because I, I feel play, like I'm, I, I'm missing out. It like, still I looks play, like so much fun, even it though is. everybody's kind of nervous about it. I'm like... And I'm just, like, doing it. I did not think you were so fucking stupid. <laughs> like literally i've been fucking around with accents for like so long and now mm-hmm. i'm like required to do a scottish accent and i'm just fucking around with it and he hasn't corrected me on anything yet so i'm just like mm-hmm. score and apparently like people are telling me that i have like a really good scottish accent you do yeah so like um i'll like talk shit in a scottish accent especially right after rehearsals mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get out of rehearsals where we do line reading and i'm just like oh yes fucking on second you you better get out of here before i kick you to the curb <laughs> like, you just, better just you, going off. <laughs> just prance up to the hill and go fuck a goat for all I care. You yeah. know, like I, that was kind of shit because I haven't like had like the, you know what I mean. But like I try to like just fuck around with the Scottish accent and just yeah. like talk shit about it. Uh, just like listen here, you little piece of shit. You come near me one I'll more time. Kick the time. crap out of you if you look at me cra- like that. I'll kick the crap out of your ass. The you better crap-a. get the hell out of my swamp. Yeah, out of my swamp. Yeah. <laughs> But it's fun. Yeah. Like if you have like exp- if you have like a good hold on like different accents, it's just fun to just, just yep. bullshit. You know? Yeah, no, it is. I was gonna say, especially. That's what I like, like about acting. You know, you could be somebody else and just yeah. Screw I mean, at the end, we were talking about pirates or whatever because I couldn't read the one word right. Pirates at the Brigade Union. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Brigade <laughs> So. Why are you all dressed up like this? Are you, like, taking pictures for posters? We're not dressed up. Oh, so you constantly wear all these clothes all the time? <laughs> no. Yeah, not all the time. Oh, my Oh my goodness. So I was like, mm. my father used to sleep on the cot. My mother was a gypsy, and she saw her, and she saw him one day. She thought she was a very broad and handsome lad, which go figure. So go figure. She, go figure. So she went... So she took off her shoes, sat in the rocking chair, and waited for him to wake up. And then not long after that, I was born. Yeah. And it's just like stuff you like have a that. Really, you have a really fun part in the show. I do. 
I get to act like myself, but sluttier, but dumber too. Yeah. It's so fun. Literally, I just get to be myself technically and just have fun with it. I just got so excited about that. Yeah. Like, I just started yelling. Yeah, you're like, I get to be slutty. <laughs> yes. I, I get to throw myself at a guy. Wow. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I was like, this reminds me of like high school me when I was trying way too hard. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more conflicting. I'm, I'm glad broken. you're happy about it. <laughs> I'm glad you're happy about that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So... Next closing segment is... Hot Take Haiku. Hot Take Haiku. You guessed it. Wow, you're a true fan. What's, I know. I've, I've really committed <laughs> to this show. Oh, my god. What's the topic? So, okay. So, I have a topic here that our roommate Tristan came up with, actually. Mm. Um, so, he was listening to my podcast, and he gave me an idea. And he's like, can you do one about the Midwest or, like, about condiments and stuff? So I wait condiments or the Midwest like condiments the Midwest like okay. stuff like that right <laughs> so um I wrote a hot take haiku based on that so Tristan Bilker this is for you Are you ready for this there's condiments bitch our sauce is a condiment ranch Spoken like a true Midwesterner, that ranch <laughs> is the go-to. So I kind of combined like both of them at the yeah. same time. So. I was definitely wondering, I was like, why do those two things have anything to do with each other? Because you could do one about each one, you could be like, the flat area, it's all something but corn. Yeah. This place fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I like it because of just like the small homey atmosphere it comes to it. But then again, yeah. corn. There's just like and like just there's I've, nothing. I've come to appreciate it, but yeah, I, I would definitely like you want to explore. Yeah, exactly. Like I'd love else, to maybe. live in New York one day and love to go to different countries and just like travel. I would love mm-hmm. to do that and just get out of the Midwest for once. Yeah, because I've I was literally born in Mason City and I've literally been living in like Belmont my entire life. Yep. So, um, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yeah, I have some. That was a good one. Good hot take haiku. Thanks. Um, ranch. Yeah. So brought to you by Ranch. Brought to you by Ranch. So, anyways, speaking of hot take haikus, I'm gonna introduce the concept or reintroduce the concept of hitting me up on my social media because Ooh. you can be on the podcast. You can give me hot take haiku ideas. Mm-hmm. You can give me ideas for topics overall. You can give me like Q&A so we could possibly add a Q&A segment in a year. All you got to do is add me on all my social medias. My Instagram and my Twitter are the same. K-I-N-D-A underscore M-O-R-G-A-N-N. Um, my Snapchat is Love Has Styles, L-O-V-E-H-A-Z-S-T-Y-L-E-S, which stupid, but we praise the king. Um, and then TikTok for me is M-O-R-G-A-N underscore L-E-I-G-H 99. And if you follow me on there, maybe I can actually pass followers from my little sister so then I can prove mm-hmm. that I'm the dominant one. Yeah. For the Real, first time. I know like, she is up. She's kind of upstaging you in terms of like TikTok. Yeah. She went from like seventy one followers to like fu- like five hundred plus in mm-hmm. like literally less than twenty four hours. And for what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. And like it, 
like it just makes me so upset but then again at the same time i'm just like you know those like, are all thirsty men so yeah whereas i <laughs> yeah they're all thirsty men wasn't That's a good say. reason why she, it wasn't a good way to get those but but you know not that she did anything wrong it was just that the way she got all those i was gonna say it's just her being her yeah and of course all these men are like oh my god yeah. marry me you're so beautiful like yeah. like literally i will shove a twig up your ass and twist it around mm-hmm. if you even dare try to harass my little sister like that i swear again me being an overprotective older sister if yep. it was just me and her i'd just like push her into the ditch and be like <laughs> but like yeah. like if it's anybody else but not like, her, that's my sister i'm the one who gets to push her in the ditch yeah but like if anyone else picks on her i'm just like okay game on yeah. and <laughs> oh my gosh okay yeah so hit me up on all my social medias if you want i'm guessing you don't want to so anything. if you want to follow me you have to <laughs> just you just have to find me and then oh. keep like a couple paces behind me and then you walk and chase me. That's how you follow me. <laughs> that was like a dad joke. Okay. Like, if you want to so, follow me, you have to find me and then you have to walk behind me and okay. then just go wherever I go. I thought you were going to plug a social media account when you said, if you want to follow me. I was like, oh my God, you're going to plug something. Oh my gosh. And then you said that. I was just like, oh. You're like, I should have expected that. I was like, he's being a smart ass again. Go figure. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Again, one of the things I love about you. Yep, I was I about to say that. Like, you love me, brother. I love too. Again, Ethan Peter just like, hetero. Yeah. yeah, Ethan <laughs> Peter's like rolling in his in his cheese crocs right now. <laughs> his cheese crocs. <laughs> he has like these yellow sandals with like these holes in them, <laughs> and they look so, like cheese. They're so dumb, but I love it. They I love like that cheese. he wore them. It's just like his younger brother. They had ordered it, and then it just came in a size that was for him, like a really big size. And yeah. then they, they're like, you know, you just want these? And he's like, yep. <laughs> they're so, so bad, but they're so good. They're so good, yet so, like, uh-huh. at the same time, honestly. It's great. Um, So, yeah. Anyways, yeah, follow me on, on my social media. I bet if I tagged Ethan in something, you'd probably follow him on there, too. If you want to follow me, he... you know how to follow me. You stand a couple paces behind me. You go where I go. Sure, babe. Sure. <laughs> so I guess that'll close out this episode for us today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thank you for tuning in to episode six, the anniversary episode, which, by the way, happy early anniversary yeah. or since you're listening to this on Friday or post like since I'm posting this on Friday. Happy six months. We'll have to go out somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Weekend. Yeah, of course. Mm hmm. I was going to say, we'll have tons of fun. Plus, I also told you that I have a little um, surprise for you. And, that's, <laughs> and like, I know oh. it's not function of beauty. Your surprises are always good, but, you know, I'm always just like, oh, I'm not expecting you to do this, you know? No, but here's the thing. I'm not expecting you to do it either, but it's just because I love you so much and I want to. Yeah, I know. Like, I do it because I think of you. Mm-hmm. I love you too. <laughs> I do it because I think of you and I love you. I do so, it like, I, I always think of you So like I only <laughs> you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> so, like, I have two surprises for you, right? Yep. So, I told you that one of them is not actually, like, physically something that you can, like, touch and have, but then the other one is, yep. and I feel like you're really going to like both. I feel like you're going to sure give, I, I feel like you're going to give me shit for one of them just because As you, I always do. just because you like to give me shit. I do. Um, but, yeah, I feel like you're really going to like it either way. I will. We'll let, we'll let the people know next time. Awesome. I mean, I, I love you. I love you, too. All right, I will talk to everybody later. Toodles! Bye.